It is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, and you're listening or watching to a brand new episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. First episode we've done since our season recap for basketball way back in March. Uh, unfortunately, this isn't how we wanted to make our return. We were hoping to, and we still probably will, some sort of trivia show either next month in July or in August, but uh, some very sad breaking news today uh, that you, Evan, texted me first this morning that uh, Purdue legend, All-American Caleb Biggie Swanigan passed away today at the age of 25. Yes, I mean, 25, it's just an absolute, it's sucks. I mean, you and I are both, I mean, you just, I'm 29 years old, so it's, it's you know, crazy thing someone our age would pass away this young, but let alone someone you know, quite a few years younger than someone we, someone we were already graduated by the time he even came to Purdue. Um, yeah, it was just a really sad day for Purdue and just the bas- college basketball world in general because, I mean, looking back, it was, I mean, it's, it's fun to reminisce about players, but it's unfortunate when it, it has to happen when a lot of times it happens when they pass on. But, I mean, he was an absolute force in all of college basketball. I mean, there was. I, mean, I think he's the only player. That, I mean, arguably, that we've had even more so than, than Jaden Ivey, who had a legit shot at National Player of the Year. Yeah, and it's 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 just really weird with this timing. Like, I was just literally couldn't been two or three days ago, more than two or three days ago. Just he just popped in my head for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about the two years we had him and how dominant he was Mm -hmm. in that 2016, 2017 season, which was his Mm -hmm. sophomore year. Um, And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't know if we're ever going to see a player like him again at Purdue. Probably not. Right. And and that's coming off of two really good years from Jay Nivey, who come Thursday night is going to be most likely a top 10 pick, if not top five pick. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's probably, I mean, mean, both of their – Careers kind of were some of the fact that you know they're both had good freshman years. You know, I think Ivy had a better than Caleb, um, but I mean their sophomores were just absolute domination. I mean, obviously very different players, and as you kind of mentioned, like we not see him again at Purdue because it's just not the way the game is played a whole lot. I mean, we thought maybe Trayvon Williams could be a you know a big e junior, which he, in a ways he was. Um, he was better in other ways um, than Biggie, but obviously Biggie. I saw someone post on Twitter that, you know, just the way Biggie rebounded was unlike anything we've, we've seen at Purdue. I mean, I mean, maybe our dads can talk about someone, you know, before our time, but I mean, in our, in our lifetime, I don't think we've seen a better rebounder at Purdue than Biggie. Cause he just, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how many balls he did not when he went up for it. Yeah. He wanted that ball every single time. I mean, even there was times where, uh, the crowd had to yell at him to make sure he knew his teammate was right next to him yeah. when he's going to the, get the ball. And, and you know, I don't think we'll ever see a Purdue player, uh, or at least I shouldn't say ever, but it'll probably be quite a long time to win, if we ever do, see a Purdue player again where a double-double becomes just a thing of nature. Yeah. Just expected every yeah. day. Yeah, if he didn't have one, it was like, ooh, what was wrong with Biggie tonight? If he didn't have a double-double by, you know, 10 minutes left in the game. Exactly. I mean, this was – I mean, everybody – that follows Purdue sports and Purdue basketball of, um, in more in general uh, knows about his story. I mean, everything yeah. he overcame from from I mean, this was a kid from birth and in in his upbringing that was so tough. Um, Roosevelt Barnes steps in, adopts right. him, 
loses all that weight, gets in tremendous shape, becomes a McDonald's All-American, wins Mr. Basketball, originally commits to Michigan State, then changes his mind and flips to Purdue. Thank goodness. Um, which I still, I still, for some reason, think this day, I think he wanted to go to Cal. I really, really? do. Yeah. Um, just from some comments, like during that recruiting process, seemed like he wanted to go play with his buddy Jalen Brown. They would have been a force out there with Conzo. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness, came to Purdue. And uh, we saw a legend for two years. Like you said, he was a he was solid freshman, definitely, mm-hmm. but but wasn't earth-shattering. Yeah, I mean, we we thought he might be you know one and done just because he was all American. You know, he was the highest recruit painters ever had. Um, so we all kind of thought well, we'll get one year biggie, and then his like his freshman year wasn't great. I think he had a turnover, turnover percentage of about twenty five percent. So literally, one every four times he was turning the ball over. Um, tried to do too much. I feel like a lot. I mean, obviously you had guys like Hammonds and Isaac Haas on the team too. So it was he might have been a little bit out of position. Even though he wanted to play the four, but I think his his best spot was the five and that's what we kind of saw his sophomore year um Cal, i think i think you're right yeah i think he pretty was definitely a business decision for biggie i mean that's i mean absolutely in today's game i mean it's pretty much what a lot of it is now with nil and everything else it's you know who can get me to the nba the fastest and you know there's really very few do you find guys who are you know who just absolutely love the school they go to committing to originally but i think by the end he had really Came to love pre. I mean, I saw. I think it was PJ Thompson posted a screenshot from a group text that he to the guys when he decided he was going to leave for the NBA, and he's like, "I want to, but I have to." Which I mean, hundred percent. Like, I mean, if you have that opportunity, you go, you take it, because you never know what's going to happen. But I think he really. I don't think he was excited about coming to Purdue at first, but I think by the end, he had really fallen in love with the school and the the community. I agree, and I remember when he you know, made his decision to stay in the draft. I think it was John Rothstein or somebody, some national reporter accidentally tweeted that he was coming back to Purdue. Mm. And I remember seeing that and I got real excited. And then a minute later, it was like deleted and edited to saying he was staying. Um, I Mm. think, so I think it was, you know, a decision that definitely wasn't made easy. It wasn't an easy decision for him to make, but like you said, he had to go. If he would have came back to his junior year at Purdue, I'm sure he would have dominated, but he probably would have fell in the draft. It's crazy that sounds, but uh, and I think uh, Evan froze on my end. Um, not sure if he's trying to rejoin or not, but um, when he comes back on, I want to get some of his um, reactions to uh, memories, memories of, of of Biggie. He is texting me right now, asking if uh, if uh, it went out on my end. Um, yeah, so you know that this news, and, and, and for those who haven't been following Caleb Swanigan's career since he got to the NBA, he was drafted, of course, by the Portland Trailblazers in the first round, hung around Portland for a couple of years, and then ended his career with the Sacramento Kings. His career ended in the 2020 season. He wasn't invited to the bubble, and that's kind of where his uh, life kind of started to go down a a bad road, it seemed. Um, you know, I, I can't. I just speculate. I don't know for for fact, but uh, it sounded like, from what I've read, he kind of got mixed up with the wrong people and then the wrong things, and gained a lot of his weight back, and unfortunately, just couldn't beat some of those demons. Um, 
And there, here's Evan back. Got you back now. Yeah, I had nothing. <laughs> uh, Mister AT and T, don't bother sponsoring us because I won't take it. <laughs> well, I was just, I was just briefly talking about his NBA journey, uh, how yeah. he got drafted by the Blazers round one, spent a couple years in Portland, and ended his career in Sacramento, and kind of how the 2020 bubble season was kind of the end of his career. He didn't get invited to the bubble. And I from, thought he turned it down. I thought I read that he, he turned, turned it down. I think he turned okay. down the opportunity to go down there, which when I read that, I was like, he's done. There's no way. Yeah. Like, he was already a fringe role player at best. And it's like, if you're doing that, then there's, they have no, it's, they have every excuse to let right. you go and cut ties. And, 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 you know, I'm speculating here from what I've read and everything, but he sounded like got mixed up with the wrong people, with mm-hmm. the wrong things, gained a lot of weight. Uh, he and his uh, guardian, Roosevelt Barnes had a falling out. So mm-hmm. things were kind of snowballing. And I, I told you this before we got on air here. I was um, about a year ago, I think, uh, texting one of our good friends. And we were talking and saying that, man, if he doesn't turn his life around soon, um, something bad's going to happen. And, and unfortunately, we got that news today. Um, mm-hmm. Now they are saying it's natural causes, but. Um, don't know what that means. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure what all goes into that. Um, but needless, needless to say, any, any, I mean, no matter what, it's just it's sad day. Sad day for Purdue, sad day for college basketball. Um, like Ray Davis says here on Facebook, one of the hardest workers in Purdue bas- basketball. Yeah. Um, I mean, every, everybody talked about Biggie's work ethic. I mean, he was, I know, one game he put up 20-some points, and then the post game he wasn't available to media because he was going to do the Stairmaster. Yeah. Who, who does that? That's a guy that was set on a clear-cut goal and mission, and he achieved that. He yeah. got to the NBA. Yep, and I think there was what uh, I think it was March Madness when you know, they have their you know, media availability in the locker room. I think they said, I think I read a couple, a couple guys said that they went in there like he wasn't available because he was literally in the middle of the room on uh stationary bike just with his hood pulled up you know pulled the string so no one he couldn't talk to anybody but it was just just working in the middle of the room while everybody else was yep. <laughs> sitting back and taking interviews that's what set him apart i mean yeah. he knew like you said it was a business decision to come to purdue and it paid off for him and and he did get his degree he went back yes. and finished his degree so very smart kid and got his degree in in three years um just sad man just sad yep. i mean what what are some of the, some of your favorite biggie memories I mean, the one that always stands out to me, probably just because, I mean, it was my last game seeing him, and it was um, maybe because I was there is what stands out to it, but just the um, second game was Iowa State up in Milwaukee. Closing moments, you know, this tight game. We're up, you know, a little, we're up probably by, I can't remember how much we're up by, but he went up and got a rebound. And I remember just, like, sitting in my seat, like one just going nuts, but just being like, that's a dude who absolutely wanted this game and might have just won the game for Purdue just on that single play. Um, There's just like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. But like, I remember, I remember just like from where I had a great angle of it, but just like, I mean, they say sometimes, you know, rebounding, you know, there's a cliche is, you know, it's whoever who wants it more. Well, Biggie wanted it more and mm-hmm. he, he got the rebound that helped kind of secure the game for Purdue. It was on a missed free throw, if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. Yeah. I think it was, a, was it Matthias was shooting or PJ I, was shooting? One of those two. I was go back and forth in my head. I remember PJ hit the big three that rattled in. I out, think it might have been PJ because I think, 
I want to say PJ might have missed some free throws that game because he, I mean, he was a good free throw shooter and usually pretty clutch, right. but I want to say he might have missed a free throw or two down the stretch that was like, oh boy, but then I think he um, then hit that clutch. He kind of made up for it. So I want to say, I don't, I can't remember. I can't remember. I want to say it might have been Matthias. I don't, I can't remember, but yeah, it was just, it was a missed free throw, um, which obviously on a free throw that we're shooting, we're at the disadvantage because we only have two to their four. And he just, his positioning was, I mean, probably, I don't know if it's fair to say, but Rodman-esque, he just knew where the ball was going to, mm-hmm. you know, he, he knew angles. He knew mm-hmm. exactly where the ball was going probably before the shooter did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, he used that to his advantage. Just, I mean, cause he wasn't the biggest guy. He was what, maybe 6'10". He's not like an AJ Hammonds or a Zach Eady now, who's just an absolute monster. He just, just used his body and just outworked everybody like he did in the gym. You know, he just... It was just straight work at that point. All right, Dave. So the Michigan State game, his first time there after turning down MSU scholarship. Uh, Brian Newbert of Black and Gold wrote a really good column today on Big E, and he called Big E's performance a sophomore year up at East Lansing when he, I think he had like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the stats wrong in my head, but it was like 25.16 rebounds or maybe yeah. 13 rebounds. He said that was the best performance he's ever seen by a Purdue basketball Because we didn't go up there his freshman year, right? I don't think so. I don't I, think we, so either. Yeah, because I mean, that was like the big thing. It was like, oh, because I remember, I think it was before the season, like Big Ten Media, they asked him what he was looking forward to most. And his response was that game up in, uh, game up in East Lansing because he didn't get a chance to do it. I'm really looking forward to playing up at Michigan State, and yeah, he just he just dominated. He did play him twice his freshman year, though. We beat him at home and lost to him in the Big Ten Championship game, and he right. took a big three. I think we were down one with under a minute left, and he hit like backboard only. Yep, it was not a not a good one, but but that's the type of dude he wanted. He wanted that ball. He won the big shot in a big big time moment, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's what one thing he approved on amongst many mm-hmm. going into sophomore year was his three point shooting. Yeah, and it's like he he didn't take a ton, but it's kind of those things where if he made the first one, I think Painter kind of was like, all right, you get you can get another one, but if you miss that first one, then you're done. But um, yeah, it's, it's, thinking back to this freshman year, because that was like, you know, we thought we had a really good team because we had obviously Ray Davis as a senior, we had AJ Hammond as a senior, you know, we had Biggie as a freshman, then we had the you know Isaac Haas or sorry, we had Isaac Vincent Dakota PJ were sophomores, and then. We had the Little Rock game, and then it was like, "Are we really gonna?" <laughs> we had this, you know, decent. We had, a, you know, we we're a four seed or a five seed, and then we just lost to Little Rock, and now it's all over. But then, mm-hmm. thankfully, he also came back. Yeah, came back, and uh, really, he put the nation on notice early that year in his sophomore year. He against Norfolk State, he had thirty-two points, twenty boards, mm-hmm. and then against Villanova, the defending champs, he had a heck of a game and. and a heartbreaking loss for Purdue, but uh, that kind of let the nation know, okay, this guy's improved this much more. He's for real. He's got to be an All-American and the National Player of the Year candidate, and, mm-hmm. and he was an All-American, and he ended up being Big Ten Player of the Year that year, and mm-hmm. he got Purdue to their first outright Big Ten title that you and I had ever seen. We were mm-hmm. alive for the three-peat. We just didn't remember it. Right. Of course, the 2010 when we shared the title with Michigan State and Ohio State, but that was their first outright one, and that's and that last game of his and Mackey against Indiana is one I'll never forget. I mean, because mm-hmm. just because how it all came to be, and everybody knew that was going to be his last time mm-hmm. playing in front of the Mackey crowd, and um, that was just special. Of course, them playing the uh, Biggie song lyrics to Biggie all throughout his sophomore year, yep. special. 
This game at Michigan State, which Ray Davis corrected me. Thank, thank you, Ray. 25.17 boards. That's one I'll Stupid. never forget. Uh, at Maryland that year, I know Carson hit the clutch free throws down the stretch, but Biggie hit some big threes down the stretch of that game. Um, the, the Northwestern one, after we beat Indiana, we're playing at Northwestern on CBS, and I remember Spike Albrecht hit a crazy pass. I think it was Spike behind the back. Biggie catches yeah. it for a dunk. They call timeout, and both of them are like, let's go, boys. That was like It's a gift that's used all the time. That was – Coach, you know, you worried about okay, like we won the Big Ten already. You know, we didn't get to do it, so you know, it's that that high, high. It's okay. Are we gonna? Because Northwestern, that wasn't the year they made the tournament, right? It was the next year. Mm, man, I, I don't remember. Because I'll I remember, like, ex- ex- so I want to say, like, it would have been disappointing to lose that game. So I don't think Northwestern was all that great that year, but it was still gonna be a tough game. Um, but yeah, they kind of were kind of firing all cylinders and. You know, it's just secured the outright, which was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at this. I want to say it was here. 2018. It was 2017. Oh, so they did make the tournament that year. Okay, so they yeah. already secured it. Okay, so it was, it was maybe that explains why it was such a good game because they were a pretty good team. Man, Collins has been there since 2013. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so many, I mean, so many good games Biggie had. It's hard to pick just a couple, but those are a couple that came out, uh, off my mind. First and foremost, and, and you named a good one, the Iowa State game, of course. And even against Kansas, even though it was a slaughter, he still had a good game. Yeah. It was a good first half. Yeah. Until well, until they went. I think they like what they ended the end of the first half on kind of those. It was it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I still to this day am shocked that Oregon beat them in Kansas City in the lead eight. Well, I just remember the leaders of that game, so I was actually watching it at our good buddy Andrews, our co host, who can't make it today, which we never got to mention that we've Added a new family or member to the Boiler Breakdown family. Yes, we did. Congratulate Andrew and Izzy on birth of their son not too long yes. ago. Yes, about a month ago, I think. I think I just yeah. saw pictures on, on Facebook. It's been a month already. So yeah. we'll just assume he's going to Purdue, not Butler. So we'll just uh-huh. let, yep. we'll let that, Gotta get that him assumption. in that. We, we need to get him in a Boiler Breakdown t shirt sooner there or later. Um, I remember before that game, I was watching his apartment and they had like an interview with, with Biggie and Roosevelt before kind of just talking about again Biggie's story. So I was kind of taking the nation by storm and i remember i think roosevelt was like you know i believe biggie's gonna lead Purdue to a national championship and i was like let's go here we go (laughs) i was like never mind we're not doing this it's not happening this year but But it was kind of something that we kind of talked about in the past but i remember after that year it was like if not now when like we just had biggie swan again and we're not and also around that team we had carson Edwards, who was a freshman like like that's crazy. Talk about another guy who probably looked at Biggie and and Carson just outworked everybody, which then this kind of led to Jaden Ivy just outworking everybody. So hopefully we see more and more of that trend of just guys just refusing to not or refusing to be outworked by anybody else. But I just thought, you know, probably you know, with Biggie, who who how are we gonna do this? And then lo and behold, two years later we're almost there again. It's like, I mean, how are we gonna do this again? Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. And I know pe- people are saying that right now, going into the 2022-2023 season. How are we going to yep. do this? Well, maybe they'll find a way. So, uh, but yeah, I know one thing. You know, I'll never forget it. It always remind, or always, it's always in my mind when we're when we're talking about Swan again. It's when he left in in his Instagram post. I believe he said, uh, "We may produce sexy." Yep, and, and, I they, think and he did. He's right. I mean, before then, it was you know a certain brand, you know, it wasn't really cool. You know, obviously there was another team in the state that was, that had the cool factor that we didn't have, but I think Big E 
in Carson and now Jaden have really kind of changed that narrative of, you know, you can be cool and play at Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the flip side of football, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but Rondell Moore was right there in the mix too with, mm-hmm. with Carson at the same time. So, uh, but Biggie was kind of the first one to get, to get that ball rolling. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, his uh, name's forever going to be up in the rafters at mm-hmm. Purdue. I hope, I know Travion just just wore, it, but I, I would like to see him re- retire fifty. Don't yeah. let anybody wear it I anymore. Mean, two great players back to back to wear fifty, so it's good a time as any. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll do some sort of patch or something. Excuse me, this year uh, to commemorate him. But yeah, it's he's just a special talent that I'm not sure we'll ever see one no. like that again. I still remember where I was when the news broke that he was flipping from Michigan State to Purdue. I was actually st- studying abroad. <laughs> so I was in Spain. I think I don't know if it was you guys actually because the time difference was so crazy. But I think I saw it on Hammer and Rails that he had flipped, and I was like, "Holy crap! We just got a five star!" Like yeah. it was, and still our only five star, really. Yeah, and um, it was our first Mister Basketball in the state of Indiana since Big Dog. So. Yep, it's nuts. And he opened helped open up that Fort Wayne pipeline pipeline again too. I mean, we've got well, first since then, Fletcher yeah. Lawyer. Yeah, I kind of, I was kind of just looking at different, you know, I think I was just looking at the trending, you know, he, he was trending today and just kind of looking at different tweets and there was an Illinois, I don't know if it was a beat writer, just a blog or something said that one thing they're always remember about our biggest one again was his influence on Luke Goody because who also went to Homestead. Um, they said that him, he went to camps that Biggie worked or attended or something when he was, you know, a small kid. So obviously his, 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 you know, his reach goes pretty far. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a lot of, a lot, there was a lot of stories out there on social media I saw and on the message board and stuff of, of people talking about how great Biggie was with their kids and, mm-hmm. and at camps and everything. And everybody said he, you know, was a gentle giant, gentle soul. So it, it makes today's news even just that much mm-hmm. more sad and hard, hard, to, yep. hard to grasp. But um, it's, like and like I was mentioning earlier, when your when your camera and audio went out for a little bit, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, he, he overcame a lot of demons, but um, in the end, there yeah. was a couple that he just couldn't overcome. Yep, it's sad. I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, too, like he he was not supposed to make it. No, he, he wasn't, did, and he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I think Greg Doyle said, like none of his siblings graduated high. You know, some of them had you know records already by the time Biggie was was older. You know, he was living under a bridge at one point. Like I think Greg Doyle said to call him poor would be almost an insult because he was worse than poor. He was penniless. Like he had nothing. And the fact that he even made it out is, you know, something to be celebrated and continue to be celebrated because it just shows that, you know, obviously you need some help, but hopefully it's still sort of inspiration. I mean, Trayvon even says it was a huge right. you know, impact on him. Just, you know, the fact that he was also a big kid struggled with, you know, the weight issue and, being able to look at a guy like Biggie and be like, you know, hey, I can maybe do that. And hopefully, you know, that's he's passed on Trayvon, Trayvon passed on hopefully to somebody else. And the, you know, the the legend of Biggie can just keep being passed on from, from generation to generation. And he'll, you know, he'll stay immortal that way. I, I, I honestly thought um, they would make a movie about his life yeah. someday, kind of like the blind side of Michael War. Yeah. Uh, now I don't know. Maybe they, they will eventually. I, I don't know with yeah. how. Yeah, his passing away at 25, that probably affects that. But, uh, man, he touched so many people in just 25 years of life here mm-hmm. on Earth. Um, I mean, I think that's the biggest takeaway here. Yep. 
That's unfortunate. It's definitely sucks. gone, but never forgotten. Mm-hmm. Gone, but never forgotten. And uh, just thankful and uh, feel really uh, appreciative that we uh, got to see him for two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, any other closing thoughts? I know, I know there's other Purdue news we could go over, but we kind of yeah. just wanted to do a quick kind of emergency pod tonight, just in, uh, in remembrance of Caleb Biggie Swan again. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean it was one of the first Purdue players that I can remember that was left early for the NBA. You know, was you know it was a first round pick. Um, we're about to have another one here in the next ways as we kind of mentioned with Jaden. So again, coming back to that cool factor of, um, you know what we can, you know what he kind of set the precedent for and what was possible to do at Purdue uh, is something that you know we'll always remember and kind of now almost kind of expect to have that you know moving forward with guys. You know, even guys who have even yet to show up on campus, but I just remember it was just so it was just just being in awe of him at the time. It was just like I cannot believe you know players as dominant is playing you know for my school, and it was just he was he was much watch must watch TV every time just because he was. You kind of forgot. I was watching so close. I forgot how good of a passer he was too. I mean, right. he wasn't until level of Travion with the flashiness, but he just he just knew where to find guys mm-hmm. and. You know, just just the obviously that we've talked about a ton already. It's just I can't I couldn't couldn't even begin to grasp his work ethic and what he did to get his body right and get prepared to to do what he did. Um, yeah, it's just I mean it's something that we were very lucky to have. Ray uh, Davis on Facebook says, "Watch the story of Biggie and Roosevelt on the Steve Harvey show. Really mm-hmm. good." Yes, I uh, I recommend everybody going to watch that if you haven't already. Uh, is he on your Mount Rushmore of Purdue basketball? Ooh. I guess in, in, in oh, I assume he is in your lifetime. Oh right? yeah, right. Yeah, right. I mean, I think. I mean, it's tough. What if four four guys on Mount Rushmore? I mean, yes. It also it also be really easy to throw B Etwan Jawan on there all at in the same time, but you know, I think he obviously you know. Robbie, Biggie, Carson, just for what he did. Um, and I know he still gets a lot of crap, but I think Jaden's one of the best players we've ever seen at Purdue. Um, obviously, he didn't have the results we wanted, but just pure athleticism, just what he was able to do. But he obviously, you can throw him. I mean, in our, I mean, technically, Big Dog was in our lifetime, but you know, right. don't really remember seeing him a whole lot. But yeah, I think right. Biggie is definitely is definitely on there. Yeah, I think you have to put him on there, and really. I, I saw how hard that was for you to to come up with four. That's a pretty good problem, I guess. Yeah, for I mean, we're have. very lucky. I mean, yeah, I mean that uh, you know a lot of people say that uh, Matt can't recruit well, right there. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of. Three of those guys out. that I mentioned were very recent too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yep, I think he's definitely on on the uh, Mount Rushmore. I mean, I mean, if you if you talk about the older guys, then you got you know Rick Mountain, Joe Barry Carroll. Uh, big dog of course uh if you want to go way back you can even throw john wooden but it it gets tough because the game's changed so much but uh in our lifetime from 92 on um the last 30 years definitely definitely uh biggie's on there so Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i think i think we've pretty much said everything there is that Mm -hmm. we can say at least at this time i mean it's it's been difficult trying to Mm -hmm. even think you know even prepping for the show kind of in my head what i wanted to say i wasn't sure yeah but um and it just sucks seeing like posts like Vince Edwards specifically. He's put he's you can tell he's taking it hard. It's just it just sucks because obviously we love watching him play, but this was you know literally their brother at this point. You know, the guys that they you know, went to battle with all the time, and 
Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm sure that they had been talking to him. He, he don't know. We don't know what was going on, but it, it just it sucks to see. Yeah, I saw Vince this morning when I woke up, tweeted something like, this can't be real. So I figured he had a family member pass away or something. Yeah. And then a couple hours later, we learned that it was it was Biggie. Yeah, it just doesn't seem real still. You know, it see, doesn't. See pictures, you know, video of him or whatever, pictures people are posting. It's just like, it's, it doesn't seem. I, mean, I know we haven't really seen Biggie in a while. You know, obviously, there was a lot, his incident last year. But even like, when he, and we didn't see him a whole lot in the NBA, but. He was—he's never one for the limelight, anyways. It seemed like so he, he was kind of used to that, but yeah, it just doesn't seem like I'm sure there's gonna be a point where we're gonna be talking in the future about a podcast and we'll bring up Biggie, and I'm probably gonna forget that he's even gone until we had been reminded of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is a tough one. Yeah, it is. It really hit hard today. Yeah, I mean it's it's the first popular Purdue player I think in our lifetime that we grew up watching that. That's past. So yeah, yeah, it's home for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, rest in peace, Biggie. Uh, mm-hmm. You will definitely be missed. Gone, but not forgotten. Absolutely.